He had failed. Failed to convince the royal court that a war against pinkies was a grave mistake. That pinkies and gatos could live in harmony. He looked in his reflection in the mirror. A beautiful crown, a jewel-encrusted collar, rose-colored glasses, and clashing with all the grandeur, tears. Le sad king, he reflected. That is all I am now and will forever be. For this war will tear apart this beautiful kingdom more than any know. Hello, 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 and welcome to Algo Aficionado. It's your host, Ryan, a.k.a. Brogle Troll. That was a reading from the El Gato lore. I freaking love it. So congratulations, guys. Your new cold opener for me is going to be me reading each page of it because I think it's pretty awesome. I think it's on page like 12 or 13 by now. So you can either get ahead and go to the Discord and read it, or I will just uh, intro with it because I think it's so fun. It's based off of whatever's happening in that nft space it's hurley bird and uh yolo i mean uh yomo and those guys <laughs> yolo you only mouse once um yomo and hurley bird those guys are awesome they've made that elgato there's a lot going over there on over there you should go check it out man how awesome was alan in the, that interview man that guy is seriously legendary one day they're gonna do like a uh documentary uh, about Algorand and everybody is just going to be like, Oh, Alan from moon dudes did this and was a part of this. And he's just, the guy is just, he's celeb status. He walked into the Mingo discord one day and he was like, Hey, we need to pump these. And the floor went up like 200 alg- algos. And I was like, dude, you have a lot of power. And he's like, I didn't do that. That's just how great Mingo is. He's just a very humble guy. And he's so cool. And it was kind of, I honestly, when he was telling the Saren story, I was kind of fangirling a little bit in the background. Um, I just, just how much he knows, just how aware he is of the space and how much um, influence he has while still being like, just having really good character. Anyway, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go too overboard here talking about him, man. So much has happened since we had just a regular old episode. Cause I think, the last actual episode I had was before Christmas and then there was um, the holidays and then I was like, I got completely destroyed one day by when I'm pretty convinced at this point it was COVID. I tested negative, but apparently a lot of people are testing negative when they have COVID anyway. So um, yeah, it took me out for a whole day. It happened to be a Thursday and then I did the interview with Alan. So I really just haven't, we haven't had any one-on-one time guys and I've really missed it. I've just missed, you know having the floor to myself and not sharing it with anybody. Um, so much has happened though. So much has happened in my personal life. Uh, I had a baby. She's so precious. I had her five or six days ago and she looks a lot like me. Um, so hopefully she's, uh, as smart as her mom, despite looking like me, but I'll love her no matter what the, um, and that was pretty crazy experience. I'm going to tell y'all something right now. So because we're still in this COVID thing, if you have a baby, they don't let you have visitors and they want you to like, they're just like, you're going to wait till you get home to have to, you know, see other people, I guess. And when COVID is finally over, I highly recommend if you have a baby to just create that rule anyway, because it was so nice for just me and my wife for two days to spend time with these nurses and with our baby and kind of get a routine before we went home. 
And there's so much, like I have a really supportive family, which sometimes is a bad thing, you know, because they're supportive because they have a drive to be supportive and they feel like they're doing something wrong if they're not supporting you. And it was really nice to just, for it to just be us two and um, get to meet our baby girl. Tiny Man uh, had the big exploit during this time. Yieldly decided that they want to be on Polygon as well as Algorand. Um, there's a lot of things that happen. The Tiny Man thing was interesting to me because what I think is interesting about the Tiny Man thing is that we were like, it kind of created, I don't know. When Tiny Man was gone, I had a lot more free time <laughs> because I wasn't staring at, and I say the charts, I don't really stare at charts. I type in one algo into the top of the swap and then I watch whatever whatever the ASA is, I just see how it's fluctuating at the bottom. Um, I Tiny charts drives me crazy. One day, maybe if they have a chart that's good for my ADHD brain, can't wait to see it. Tiny charts, I'm like, what am I even looking at? What time was this? I have no idea. So it actually gave me a lot more free time, and it was fun because a lot more people bought NFTs. I was happy when Tiny Man came back, but I do feel like I'm so tempted to just like have a swap of like Algorand Yieldly just up in my computer and I'm like, if it hits a hundred grand for a thousand algo, I'm pulling the trigger. And it's a lot more stressful. Like JPEGs are fun. There's no stress with JPEGs. Um, I mean, I guess there can be if you're worried like about the return you're going to get or whatever. But oftentimes for me, <clears throat> it just feels very not near as stressful as ASAs because they're boring. You don't get to look at them. At least with NFTs, I can be like, all right, this looks cool. And at least I can show a story about it. My friends don't want to hear about how my bean is. I, I had these beans and like, well, where's the beans? Well, it's a coffee Dow. What's well, a Dow? Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Like, I can't at least show you this cool flamingo art. Anyway, and then the yielding thing happened. I think with yieldly, I think it was a very emotional decision where people were like, I'm selling. This is unbelievable that they would go to another blockchain. Like, look, at the end of the day, the Algorand Foundation is really dragging their feet on some stuff. And if Yieldly puts pressure on them to make the blockchain better by like being like, you know, kind of cheating a little bit with Polygon, fine by me. Because guess guess what? I've used Polygon quite a bit. I have no faith in it. If Yieldly Yieldly could move everything to Polygon and I would be done with Yieldly forever. Because I just can't I don't like Polygon. I don't know why we need L2s. When we have great L1s existing, why are we trying to just make Ethereum? Like It's like, stop making trying to make Ethereum a thing. It's a thing right now because it's been the, the king for a while, and it's got a lot of cool shiny objects. And if you like those shiny objects, great. I hope you go on there and get those shiny objects, and I hope eventually those shiny objects are accessible on a different L1 chain, hopefully Algorand, but it could be another one. And um, yeah, it shouldn't be Polygon. It's just dumb. Uh, so the Yuli thing was interesting. Uh, and then today I found out, I mean, I'm kind of frazzled because my daughter has Strovid. My six-year-old daughter has Strovid. So we have a newborn baby. She's got my, and that's strep and COVID. Um, apparently infants can't get strep. So she's safe from that. But we kind of have to assume that everybody has COVID because my daughter has it, my six-year-old daughter. So that was kind of crazy today. But I came home and she was playing Switch and told me she was hungry and she was in a like, really cheery mood. So might not be too bad. Hopefully she's on like the other side of it. Cause she was feeling pretty sick last night. And then we watched Jurassic park. I think she uh, felt better. 
And then I, I'm just like catching y'all up in my life, I guess, if you care. If you turn off this episode because you're like, I came here to listen to the Algorand stuff. This is the first episode you've ever listened to. It's usually like this where I just ramble on. I'm basically, I, ba- I, I drive in my car a lot, my truck a lot, because my commute to work is about an hour and 10 minutes. And I just blab on. And then I was like, I should record this. Maybe some people want to hear it. And that's how like, this podcast got started. <laughs> so, um, I I have like ADHD and I take five ants, which if you've ever seen the movie Limitless, that's what five ants does. Like Adderall is like the one everybody knows, but five ants like makes you, I can literally take over the world if I take five ants right now. I don't have, I'm not, I'm not on it. So tomorrow or next week, I probably will be on it and I'm going to give, explain that, but You'll probably be like, wow, dude, you were, you had everything, everything was very organized for this episode and you'll be, I'll sound like a different person, but I didn't have a too difficult of a course load in college last semester. And, um, I, my wife was pregnant I knew a baby was coming. And so I took a really just took a step back in real estate. It was kind of good timing for me to do it anyway. And so I didn't take my medication. I was like, I'm not going to use it because it kind of. It makes it where you can't drink coffee or caffeine because it's like a super stimulant. So you can't drink caffeine and it also makes me, it doesn't, Adderall made me a zombie. Like Adderall makes me just like, hello, my name is Ryan and I like to go fishing. Like it's terrible. Vivance gives me a little bit more personality, but it's still kind of like, I'm a different person, man. I, I, I don't want to have fun. I just want to work. I just feel like I have to get everything done. It's crazy. It's, it's limitless. So I called to get my prescription filled because now my course load is a lot more difficult. I'm doing a lot of community management stuff in algo world. I don't mean not the project. I just mean in the Algorand space. And um, I really have been needing it. I just, it's been hard to kind of organize everything, schedule when I'm going to work on different things. I feel like I've been behind on the sports betting and Mingo, and now I'm doing community management and uh, for Pixtrait, which is the new name for Pixel Guys, and there's just a lot going on. So I decided I need my medicine. So I call in to have my prescription refilled, and they didn't refill it. And after like a week, I called them and I said, like, hey, I called to get this refilled. What's up? And it's a controlled substance. Like the rules around it are extremely strict. They kind of treat it, they treat it seriously like an illicit drug, like, but that's legal, I guess, for some people. And so. I told, uh, the, the doctor's office admin calls me back and they're like, Hey, here's the deal. Basically, uh, you, because you took this, these three months off from taking this medication, you're not consistent enough and you've reached our threshold to where you might be doing something nefarious. So we're just dropping you as a patient. Like it's so risky for them to prescribe this medication to people that if there's anything that looks sketchy, they just are like, we don't even want to see you ever again. It was I was baffled. I was like, what is, what? Like, you mean to tell me because I have less of this pill, I'm nefarious? Like, I would be the worst drug dealer ever if I just didn't want a supply for three months. Like, I actually need this stuff to function, to focus on things. Otherwise, I just want to play video games. And, like, like, when you're not medicated and you have ADHD, it's just, like, the world. Like, people think you can't. You can't focus on one thing and it's not because like there's it's because there's a million things going on in your mind. Like I will seriously just I'll sit here and I'm like, man, like what if I jumped into a wormhole and then I just go down like this crazy thought process of what would happen if you jumped into a wormhole and nothing triggers it like you can't escape this like 
this it's like there's just a bunch of rubber bouncing balls inside of a larger ball and it's just you shake it to get a thought out and then like it's just like everything's bouncing everywhere it's crazy so as and, and you guys get a really good taste of that when you listen to my podcast because I ain't never never stay on top uh and so whatever so this guy that so they the doc I tried to call the doctor I tried to email the doctor doctor's just like leaving me on red like straight up ghosted by my doctor because I'm such a quote unquote at risk for a liability or whatever for this medication. If anybody out there is a physician, you're probably like, no, dude, totally right. Like it's extremely high risk to write a prescription. So now like I try to find a new doctor and my new doctor is like, here's the deal. I'm not going to diagnose you. I'm going to send you to a psychiatrist. They're going to diagnose you. And I was like, okay, well, let me come into your office for a physical. And, uh, I do that typically because as soon as I sit down with a doctor in about five minutes, they're totally comfortable with, uh, prescribing with diagnosing me with ADHD. They're like, okay, this is pretty obvious. Like they're like, nobody could ever like put on an act. Nobody could ever pretend to be this like ADD. I was like, and I told him that I was like, no, I'm like the poster child for ADHD. Like it doesn't make sense. First of all, to me that this guy would not re prescribe to me my medication just because I took a few months off from it. Like, yeah, I can survive without it. I just can't function like at a decent, like at a level that, Let's me get stuff done. So anyway, I had to go to this new doctor and he was saying I'd have to go to a psychiatrist. And then he sat down with me for like in two minutes. And I was like, dude, I get disability for anxiety and ADHD from the government as a veteran. I've been diagnosed three different times. And, and the way I was like explaining this stuff, I just kept bouncing around and bouncing left and right. And he was just like, all right, dude, come back. Like, We're going to get you the script. Try and get me some paperwork that proves you've been diagnosed, but we get it. And I just thought it was so funny. Like every time I've ever sat down to try and quote unquote convince somebody that I have ADHD, like I convince them very quickly because I'm just so scatterbrained and like, I'm always tapping. Like I can't stay still anyway. Uh, my 15 minutes. In, oh, wow. That was so loud. That's going to be, that's going to start to edit 15 minutes into the podcast. Um, I'm going to start talking about other stuff other than my ADHD troubles, but that's my life, man. That's, you know, the stuff that's happened in Algorand recently, it was so crazy. Okay, and it, so talk about stuff that happened in Algorand. Back to stuff in Algorand. Um, if I sound out of breath, it's because I'm sitting in my closet. My daughter is sick from school, and she's at home. My baby is six years, six days old. My mom is here helping out, and we live in a very small apartment. So I'm in my closet recording this because usually I would record it while my wife is at work and my daughter's at school, and... My wife is on maternity leave and my daughter is home from school this week. Chaos. Anyway, the floors on everything, like the floors on everything just went up this, like these last couple weeks, it's been crazy and it's been awesome. But also I think it's really nice when you, like I was there for the Mingo shuffles. So I've got Mingos I spent 50A on and when stuff just starts going up, you're just like, like if you would have asked me when I entered the shuffle, Hey, are you okay with this, this Mingo, uh, you know, the floor of these Mingos 10 Xing, but from the, uh, shuffle price, I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. But now that it's done it, I'm kind of like, you're like, weird. Like you're like kind of dissatisfied because you're like, well, if it could 10 X, then it could like 50 X and it's hard to like be patient and content. But I think it's, it's also funny that Christmas doesn't feel very long ago to me. It doesn't feel very long ago to me since I last recorded a regular podcast like episode like this 
but it feels like Tiny Man went away forever ago. Like, it feels like forever ago that we were in this weird Christmas NFT winter. Like, it's crazy how much different time moves in the NFT space versus out outside the NFT space. Um, so it's funny that these floors start going, like, uh, this guy who's actually really cool, I've talked to him a little bit. I can't remember what his name is exactly, but a guy bought an uh, an AOL, AOWL, owl, for, um, by the way, my new cover picture on my pod, from my podcast, shout out to Algo the Owl, hooking it up, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen, um, tied with it is the coolest thing I've ever seen, well, hang on, I'm sorry, anyway, here we go, we are not, we are not staying in line, but I'm sorry, if you want to stay in line, that's not what we do here. Okay, medicated next week, uh, we might stay more in line. But my podcast cover picture is so awesome. I'll go the owl. I was like, hey, here's what I would like if I can get if I can get in line for a customized owl. There's only like 69 of them, and he made me one, and it's it's basically what I look like, just this albino looking pale, you know, round guy with a cigar in his mouth and a glass of whiskey, trying to record a podcast. <laughs> I think it's so awesome. But uh, there was somebody spent 10,000 A on an owl and it's just kind of set off this chain reaction. And now a lot of these floors are really high and there's just been a lot of new money moving in and it's been great. And guys, it's just the beginning. Like we right now think about how you felt just a month and a half, two months ago, when you were looking at the, like you were sitting at looking at an owl instant shuffle and you're like, man, should I, should I get another one? Like, should I get another one for 25 a, like, I don't know if I really want to pull the trigger on that. I've already bought in three. That's 75. I'm invested. Will I ever recoup that money? Yeah. Well now you would recoup four of them in one sale. If you were undercutting the floor, like we're gut, we are, we gonna make it. We gonna make it. Um, the other thing I was going to say is that the owl that Algo the Owl made for me is tied with the baby Mingo that Stitch made for me. It's my profile picture in the Mingo Discord, and I showed it on tw- showed it off on Twitter, and I it just, and he did like he was like, "Hey, add this asset ID," and I thought I won like a giveaway or something, and I looked at it and it was like a baby Mingo hatching, and dude, I literally almost cried. Like, it meant so much to me that Stitch thought about me when I was having a baby to make me that. And then I found out he made it from the Yieldling wallet. So, like, if you click on it, it says, like, you know, it's from the Yieldling wallet. It's not really a Yieldling because there's only 500 of those. But it's pretty sweet. It's, like, a one of one of one, like, in the series. Now, if Stitch made those for people in the future that have babies, I would never be offended. I'll be a one of a one of a hundred. It's an awesome piece. And I love it. And getting that and that owl in the same week, I'm on cloud nine. Like I had a baby. I got these two NFTs that are really cool. And then so, you know, when this stuff happened with my medication and my poor six-year-old daughter getting the, getting COVID and strep, like, we're going to make it. We're going to be all right. And I say we're going to make it to my daughter. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, we going to make it. GM. <laughs> anyway, so it's just been really cool to see the floor move up. Tiny horses sold out. That's amazing. So freaking awesome. Um, the uh, 
I think it's cool that stupid horses, I didn't know, I didn't know how low the mint count was in some of this stuff. Like I have like six stupid horses. There's like 380 of them. And I just got them because you can have up to five in the stupid horse race each week. And I just want to, I just want to be top four in that freaking race. And I haven't been yet. And I don't know how to make the odds more in my favor. I feel like I have like a, I feel like I have like a 2% chance or something. Maybe I don't have that high a chance. There's like over a hundred and I have four, but some people are five, but some people I feel like are in it every week and I'm never in it. Anyway, stupid horses, uh, are made by Thirstober. She also made tiny horses and they have this, this, and she, I think she's going to be on the podcast at some point. Um, we've already talked about it. I just have to schedule out all these interviews because lots of people are really cool. And when I ask them if they want to do an interview, they're like, yes, like everybody has been so supportive of this podcast, even though I am hardly professional or on topic ever, you never know what you're going to get. Um, they have just been, everybody's been so cool about it. I think we're also going to have Stitch and Tim on at some point. Uh, they've been saying that they wanted to do an interview and that'd be, that's going to be unbelievable. Uh, you want to talk about the, the lore of Algorand, um, t- stitch a l- in a lot of ways is the reason that NFT Explorer exists or that it has certain features. He's really him and Tim have really given enough, a lot of feedback to Kraken. I think Kraken is a genius and is running his platform. And a lot of it is his brainchild. but these guys have like in, in addition to doing their great projects, they've, uh, in, a good, in addition to doing their great projects, they've also furthered that a lot. So having those guys on would be super cool. Um, new projects this week. I had, oh, Mantis. Okay, so the Mantis Farm. There's a, there's a thousand of these. And they're all... I don't know if it's generative or if they just did a different one each time. Because they're all so different. But also, sometimes I'll look at one and I'll be like... Like, why does this Mantis just have a girl's wig on so, I don't know if y'all check out Mantis Farm though. Uh, that's I'm in this closet. And I keep trying to situate myself, <laughs> and it's brutal. Mantis Farm's pretty cool. Uh, the uh, the um, the Moon Dude Dow. Uh, I've been really hyped on that recently. Listen, people went crazy over the Bean Dow. They went crazy over the Gen, who's like it's like a Dow launch pad of some sort. And you know, Pixel Guys is a Dow, which I think a lot of people are interested in. It, it, there's a thousand Pixel Guys, and if you own one, you get one one thousandth like ownership in this Dow. And the Pixel Guy floor is like seven hundred, but in Moon Dudes, there's six hundred of them. You get membership into this Dow, which has Pixel Guys and Mingos in it and the holder's wallet, by the way. And the floor is like 70 or 80. Get yourself a moon dude. If you don't have a moon dude, get one. We gonna make it. You gonna miss out. Don't FOMO. You heard it here first. Uh, Pixel Guys had its first rave the other day. So I'm now, uh, I was an ambassador for Pixel Guys. Now I'm actually on the team, which is awesome. Um, Elia, Yur, and Zyle. The artist for Pixel Guys, who he uh, or they, um, he, like, I haven't even talked to him that much. His just nose is in the book, trying to, you know, pump out all this art. So, but those guys are amazing, and they're so nice to work with. 
and I love being on that team. So I'm on the team now, and we had our first, we had like this rave thing the other night, and when it was first brought up, I'm not going to lie, I'll be honest with you, I was like, nobody's going to want to do a rave in a Discord. I mean, I guarantee it. Like, that sounds lame. <laughs> so we had this guy named B-Noise, and everybody gave him like these requests for music from YouTube, and he showed up. And there were some giveaways, which I think helped made it make it more fun. But I I wasn't trying like I didn't enter for any of the giveaways, and I gave away a couple NFTs. Um, it was really awesome. Listen, and I'm 29. I've got two kids now and married, so I probably well sometimes I think I'm in a different demographic than most people. But there's actually a lot of people my age with kids. Um, I don't want to drive anywhere, like social events. Like I'll, I would rather have a few friends come to my house or me. I go to a friend's house and there's like light music playing and we're just having conversation and drinking bourbon, like the whole rager thing. Not really my thing these days. Um, used to be, I used to go way too hard. Uh, I was in the Marine Corps and through some of the most insane ragers that to this day, I can't believe I experienced. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you everything cause this is a PG, uh, podcast, me and my friends used to have slap competitions, and that is where, after uh, an egregious amount of alcohol, you take turns telling the person what percentage strength you want them to smack you in the face, and they would do it. And the first one to get to 100%, like that was kind of like bragging, not bragging rights, but it was kind of like you wanted to get to 100%, but me and all my friends we're pretty like we all lifted heavy none of us were big runners we were all like over six foot like lifting heavy that's what we did and so pretty strong guys my friends were way stronger than me and so you know you didn't want to drink one beer and say 100 percent, right so you get a few beers in you and you say hey i wanted you to go ahead and just slap me good 60 percent and so they would try <laughs> to the best of their ability measure out 60 percent and smack, and this is in the middle of a house party. Like, we're not sitting, like, this is, like, people are all over the place. And, like, dudes would get, like, knocked out once you got to 100%. Like, you just, <laughs> just knocked clean out. I remember one time, this was, I wait, went, went way too far. I was hanging out with my friend Ryan, a different Ryan, not me, obviously. It'd be weird if I hung out with myself. And I had a whole handle of Tito's vodka. I had already drank enough to the point where I thought, why even have cups or drinks to mix it with? Let's just drink straight vodka, which I like straight tequila. I like straight whiskey. I could not imagine this to this day drinking straight vodka ever. I don't care how expensive it is. That's disgusting. It needs to be mixed with tonic or Red Bull or something. So I'm holding a handle of Tito's and I told my buddy, I was like, you know what? I think I could take a punch from you. This guy lifted. We worked out quite a bit. About six foot two, pretty big guy. I said, I could probably take a punch to the face from you. Easy. And uh, I was like, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> I said, I'm going to punch you in the jaw 50%. And so I'm showing you what I want you to double. So, and th this whole, this is all a ridiculous story about how insane of a party, or I guess I used to be. So I told him, so I punched him in the jaw and I hit him pretty good. <laughs> And I'm trying not to crack up. And this dude, cold, I mean, just 
just got me in the jaw and the, my our other friend got it on video and knocked me clean out like i just knocked i just you can just watch me like the life just leaves my body i fall to the ground and this is the best part didn't spill a drop like my hand just clenched that handle of tito's and i just i just like knocked me out i can't <laughs> i wish i could help you guys visualize this like on the camera right now i need to get this on youtube but i just like everything left my body except the grip in my hand and i just held this tito's <laughs> handle woke up took a sip and was ready to go back at it like i used to go way too hard I probably shouldn't be, I probably shouldn't make it to 30. Going to, you know, God bless. Thank you so much, Lord. Appreciate that. Getting me through a little bit of insanity in my life. But uh, used to go pretty hard. But that being said, nowadays, I don't want to go to a party. Like, why would you want to go somewhere where it's so, like, I'm just getting old. And, like, I get it that I used, like, like young kids are down with it. But I just don't, I don't like loud stuff. I want to just relax. Get a little buzz in me. Not wake up with a hangover, like completely different person. The Pixel Guy rave was awesome, dude. It was like music playing. I had it going through my speakers. My wife, you know, had the baby. So if we allow a certain amount of time before breastfeeding, she can drink alcohol. So we popped up in, up in some of these Topa Chico seltzers and listen to the music. We were vibing and everybody was just like in the chat talking. There was like everybody's being funny because everybody's drunk. It was a great time highly recommend uh i think we're gonna start doing it monthly this uh pixel guys rave i think we're, we're trying to talk about what to actually name it i don't think we want to call it the rave some people do i don't really know if like it's not really a rave i think rave i just think like like anytime i've ever met somebody I'm like what do you do for fun they're like oh i go to raves i'm like like i could very well hang out with that person and then being end up being really cool and i like them but Chances are, if you're the type of person that raves, we're just not going to click. Like, I'm not going to hate you. We're just probably, you know. So, the name of the rave, it wasn't really a rave. It was more of like a dance house party in your house. Um, shout out to B-Noise. That dude MC'd it. He did a great job off the cuff. Like, he, someone comes to you and says, hey, could you DJ a party in a Discord? Like, I wouldn't even know where to start, but this guy was great. He would, like, play some music. He'd come in and be like, hey, guys, we're about to have this, you know, giveaway number six coming up. And it was smooth, man. Me and my wife were listening to it. We were vibing. It was awesome. Uh, so I think we're going to start doing it monthly. We need to come up with a name for it, and you guys should totally check it out. I'm trying to catch my breath because I have to, like, hold my whole body up uh, doing this podcast usually i'm able to like recline back in my chair but that's out in the craziness when i'm in the closet man i want to talk about something else that i'm so excited for version or generation three for mingos i don't know anything about it um nobody knows anything about it because stitch is so like tight-lipped but i'm so excited for it I think it's great. So if you have a if you have a Mingo, you get a Generation Three just dropped to you. Like here you go, congratulations. Um, I think also if you have a Yieldling, somehow you're getting you're getting like uh, rewarded, you know, with a drop. Uh, I'll go out. The owls doing that with the a with the a owls. 
uh, Pixel Guys is doing that with Pixel Gals. Like, I don't know if that's, I guess that's normal in other blockchains. I'm not really sure because this is the only blockchain I've ever collected NFTs in. But how cool is that, that you you get something and not only is it an investment because it's going to go up in value as things get more adopted, but these project runners are rewarding you. Like, There's all this hype built up and they're rewarding you with these follow-on generations of these NFTs. I think that's so freaking amazing. I think I'll go on and kind of set the standard for that. I don't have a Goana. That's why you never really hear me talking about it too much because I'm just not familiar. I hear they have a pretty cool community and it's pretty exclusive. I just don't have 10,000A. If 10,000A fell in my lap, I might get a Goana. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm too good for them. just can't afford it. But uh, I think it's so cool that we are, we're an Algorand where maybe the people who started Algorand and kind of run it don't really give the nft space the respect it deserves uh i know i know kraken who i think is a genius who can like we're like hey kraken do this with rand gallery and he just like i don't don't even think he goes to his computer i think he just like speaks it into existence and it happens and that guy doesn't work for the freaking foundation blows my mind um you know the foundation really treats us like treats nft space like it's like stepchild that's how i feel i don't think we're getting a lot of like, Mingo should have a grant. Like, they should be like, Mingo, or I won't say Mingo because I'm a part of that, I mean, I'm, I'm a part of the admin there, but, you know, some of these projects, like, deserve this backing where it's like, hey, build these communities up, build these events, build this, these, whatever. Freaking Algo Gems gets 500 grand to try to put together, slap together a marketplace. I think Algo Gems got a grant. I might be wrong on that. I feel like they did. But to try and slap together a marketplace that nobody even wants to use because there's all this stolen stuff on there. And we're not even going to... Anyway, I forgot where I was originally going on that. But I Oh, these guys that are treated... These guys are treated, treated like stepchildren by the foundation, by Algorand Incorporated or whatever. And then they treat their holders the exact opposite. They treat them like they're like in- inheriting the kingdom or something. Like, you know when... You, I have a friend... I love him to death, man. He's a great guy, but the guy was just born with a silver spoon. His dad built this sweet tech company up, and he ain't got to worry about nothing. Went to college, got a degree in whatever he wanted to get a degree in, and it's pretty much set up forever. Uh, I feel like sometimes I'm treated as a holder the way that he gets treated by his dad, which is like, hey, you're just born in the family, and you're just getting set up. Like, it's... I just feel like it's, you get to be a part of this family, and these holders are, I mean, these project runners are doing a great job of rewarding us for being holders. So out of breath. <sighs> I'm ready to hit the gym. Man, I, I'm probably going to hit back. I haven't been in the gym in a while. I don't know how many of y'all work out, but if you work out really heavy and you lift a lot for a few months, hopefully longer than that, I'm... I'm the worst about, I'll I'll work out super hard for three months, get burnt out, take three months off, four months, five months, get back into it for three months. And so I'll I'll get just to a point where I'm like, all right, I can take my shirt off at the beach. And then I'm like, I don't have to do this anymore. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. I'm the worst about that. Um, But I have my friend who's moving closer to me and we're going to start working it out against next week. And I'm so hyped about that because I do miss the gym. I just, can't get myself to drive to it 
and I need, I'm weird. I need like this special motivation. I need somebody else that I feel like I'm going to let down. So I need a gym partner. It's a, it sucks. And I know people are like, that's excuses. Fair enough. You can say that's excuses and that I'm a piece of garbage. It doesn't change my day. I literally have to, I feel like I have to have somebody that's like, I'm like, I have to show up for them or I'm letting them down. Otherwise, if I'm letting myself down, I could never care. I'm so jealous of people who are motivated, self-motivated in anything. Like I'm the least self-motivated guy on the world. I'll like commit to something and then like feel just burdened by it, which I shouldn't feel that way. You know, it shouldn't be that hard to do some sports bets and mingo or whatever or do this podcast, but it's just easy for me to be like, that's a great idea. And then I'm like, the, on the execution of it, I'm just like, oh, I have to, I have to do this now, even though doing this podcast and doing sports bets in Mingo is like super fun. And five out of six times it's fun. Anyway, it's nice to feel like I'm letting you guys down as a listener if I don't put out a podcast episode, all three listeners, what's up? Uh, and it's nice to feel like I'm letting down my community in Mingo if I don't do the sports bets or the other stuff that I like to do over there. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to hitting the gym, getting better sleep. I'm probably, I'm like super sleep deprived right now. Even when, even when you have, when you have a baby, even if it's a perfect night of them sleeping when they're supposed to, you're still getting up like four times. They have to eat like every three hours, you know, sometimes, and I guess three times you're getting up and it's, it's kind of chaos. I feel bad for women. My poor wife. I can only help her so much. At the end of the day, she's the one feeding the baby. I'm like, I can burp her. I can change the diaper. But you have to wake up every single time because she's going to be hungry. And there's like this whole scientific reason that you can't just pump milk out into a bottle and then feed the baby with that right away. It's something about, like, boobs are boobs are crazy, man. I can, I can do a whole episode on boobs. Like, I think dudes are like, or straight dudes, I guess. We're like, you know, there's a, there's reasons we like boobs. But once you, like, have a wife who has to feed a child, you learn so much about them where you're like, it's insane. You can never recreate this. Like, we are very, we're not super safe from COVID, but we're like, we feel much more comfortable since we're breastfeeding and the baby is like, getting these antibodies from my wife. It's gnarly how that works. But yeah, I'm going to work on getting more sleep and then start working out. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else worth talking about this week. I'm telling y'all next week, I'm going to take my medicine. And you're going to be like, okay, I like that you were on topic and I like that you're like, you wanted to like, you had like a very specific list of things to talk about, but could you just please be more fun next time? Because um, I'm probably just not going to be as fun. So you have to pick either fun or good. Good podcast or fun podcast. We're not doing a good fun podcast. It's impossible. Anyway, my baby's crying. It was so good talking to you guys this week. Um, as always, I love you all. Check me out at Troll on Twitter. You can see me around on Discord. I love you. See you next week. Bye.
he had failed. Failed to convince the royal court that a war against pinkies. Gosh, I feel like... I sound like freaking Hard Rock Nick trying to read these stupid cameos. 